Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode... Oh, no, I don't have the episode number. Hold on a second. 253? 253 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to both old and new additions to our crew, tuning in to listen to us do what we do. And what's that, Joseph? Talk about video games. Yeah, every Thursday of every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. This week, I'm your host, Arsene Lockpaw, a.k.a. Pax Arsenica. And today we're joined by some very special guests. I guess very special guest. Um, one of our guests yeah. did not make it, unfortunately. But, you know, we're not going to blow anybody up. We're not going to, you know, put them on blast or anything like that. So let me, without further ado, get to our guest. Uh, you may remember him from during my time away of the, uh, from the podcast just a couple months ago. His name may be lukewarm, but his content is anything but. Please give me a warm welcome for Luke Lewis. What's up, woo, y'all? Yeah, woo. Happy to be back. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Stop yes, yes. <laughs> we're happy. We're very, very happy to have you back. Glad you could uh, come and join us on pretty, pretty short notice, I think. Um, I don't know when uh, Joseph reached out to you. Probably a couple it days was like ago. Today. Today. Okay. Wow. <laughs> or yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I think it was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Regardless. So I got a, I got twenty four hours notice. We're good. Regardless. I always come in hot on this enough. podcast. Big news days. I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's, Let's do it. That's for the for the uh, Activision Blizzard announcement too, right? There we go. There that we one go. was definitely day of. That was like yeah. two hours before. Yeah. I was like, I, I need see. to. I need to talk about this. See, and that's why we that's why we want you on here because you you're here to talk about stuff that you need to talk about. We don't want somebody that's on there just because oh they want they feel like it they want to be on here. We need somebody that has a burning desire. Absolutely. <laughs> next up, we got last but not least, uh, we got the main man himself, the sensei of Jujutsu High, aka wow. the leader of the X Men, aka Toph Beifong, aka Neo <laughs> in the last half of the oh. third Matrix movie, aka. Matt Murdock, the daredevil himself, Joseph Hooper. Yeah, he is here. It was a shock to me um, that you were here. Uh, I don't know. Are we going to get into it now? Are we going to save it for later? I mean, I'll just give you guys a tease for uh, tomorrow's episode. I had LASIK. I've been talking about it on the podcast. Not actually LASIK. It was I got a type of LASIK, PRK. I'll tell you all about it in the cool down tomorrow. But uh, I was like, I really could not open my eyes uh, the oh, past couple no. of days. So I was like, will I even be able to watch the PS Showcase? Like, will I even be able to do the podcast? So that's why I had Luke queued up. Uh, but miraculously, you know, some somebody above said, let's let this man watch the PS Showcase. <laughs> and I think it might have been Satan himself. And we'll talk about that. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, geez. Put Satan on blast like that. Okay, okay, I see. I, mean, I definitely have lots of questions. We'll talk about that tomorrow on the Cool Down episode. Just a quick reminder, if you guys want to help support the show, you can go to playerplayerpod.com, go to the bottom of the page, and visit our Kofi link. You can donate as little, as low, just, just a little eensy teensy amount you can donate one dollar nothing less than that though that's that's uh legally not allowed aka illegally um if you don't want to support monetarily though you can help by sharing the show to your friends leaving a positive review on your platform of choice itunes spotify whatever you got today we're not even gonna you know sugarcoat it we had some big news today we had a big showcase uh an event we were looking forward to this quite literally for the past 
what year two years yeah, honestly two years yeah. two years we've been looking forward to this showcase and that is none other than the sony playstation showcase yep. we, we we all watched it if you at home have uh, let me let me slow down right right here i was about to say at home if you haven't watched it go ahead and watch it so you can see what we saw i might have to refrain from saying that just if you, mm. maybe check out some highlights if it piques your interest then maybe watch the full showcase i don't know do what you want to do um but there were a lot of thoughts regarding this showcase uh, a lot i was gonna say lots of ups and downs lots of downs <laughs> people have had a lot of uh negative feedback for the showcase um and they're not really thinking that this is meeting sony playstation's standard before we get into that though i just wanted to do a quick rundown of what was announced at this uh at the showcase i have a list here I want to run through the list with you guys, you know, real quick, real powwow um, style. We opened the showcase up with a little game called Fair Games. This is a, I don't even know what kind of game it was. It was a CGI trailer. That's all you really need to know. I'm going to stop you right there. I know we're not going to talk about every single we're game. We're not going to talk about everyone, but I wanted to at least kind of set the scene for the folks at home. What, what I'm going to say is... I did not know the name of that game until you just said it. I did not realize that game okay. was called Fair Games. I don't know if I missed that or it, what. It was quick. It was quick. I barely even saw the trailer. I, I was doing other stuff, uh, so I wasn't able to fully devote my attention to it at the time, at the beginning of the showcase. But didn't really miss much. So Fair Games was our first game, followed up by the sequel to Hell Divers. We got Hell Divers 2. We've got Immortals of Avium. Ghost Runner 2 was also announced uh, at the showcase. We got a game called Phantom Blade Zero. Next up, Sword of the Sea. Sequel to Talos Principle is the Talos Principle 2. We've got a game called Neva. Then we've got Cat Quest, Pirates of the Caribbean. Beautiful name. Next up, we've got Foam Stars, which I will want to talk about that a little bit later <laughs> on. Um, the Plucky Squire was shown. Teardown was shown. We finally got confirmation of the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. It's now called Metal Gear Solid Triangle. They should just call it Delta. You know, there we go. I'm not going to uh, put too much of my own uh, personality on that one. Uh, then we've got the Metal Gear Solid Volume 1 Master Collection. So this is a remaster of the first three Metal Gear Solid games was also announced. We've got Towers of Agasba. I think that's how you pronounce that. Final <laughs> Fantasy 16, Alan Wake 2, Assassin's Creed Mirage, Revenant Hill, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Street Fighter 6 was shown for probably the umpteenth time. We've seen this game too many times. Ultros, Tower of Fantasy, Dragon's Dogma 2, Five Nights at Freddy's, Help Wanted 2. Then we move on to our VR suite. We've got uh, RE4 Remake, so making its way to PSVR 2. Arizona Sunshine has a sequel with Arizona Sunshine 2. We've got Crossfire Sierra Squad, Synapse, Beat Saber is now on v- uh, PSVR 2. Then we make our way back to the world of non-VR. We've got Marathon, a game from Bungie. It's a reboot, I guess, technically, from the uh, one of Bungie's original games. Uh, Destiny 2 has another uh, expansion called The Final Shape. Um, there's a game called Concord, I believe, from Firewalk. And then we close the show out with Spider-Man 2 gameplay. We have not seen Spider-Man 2 gameplay just yet. Um, looking at this list, I mean, that is over 20 games announced and you would think over 20 games the people at home we we should be jumping for joy we should be jumping on our couches up and down having a field day but that was not the case tell me guys i don't know uh luke if you don't mind we'll start with you 
Sure. What, what happened, man? What What were your impressions of this showcase? Yeah, this was an interesting one. I think we all, as a gaming community, had a lot of expectations going into this. We've gone now two years without a proper showcase. There have been a lot of, like, first-party studios at PlayStation that we don't really know what they're working on. We have some speculation, some ideas, but... I think personally I was hoping to just get a lot of confirmation on those games today and for the most part that didn't happen. Um, I'm generally a positive person and an optimistic person. I think there were some good trailers shown, some games I am interested in, but I think like as a whole this was pretty disappointing. The pacing felt pretty off to me. There was a heavy focus on third-party games that I didn't Mm. really expect and I think there was just a lot of question marks in the first-party sweet as far as that goes but like i said a couple standout trailers for me things like spider-man 2 looked really great alan wake 2 i'm super excited about it was it was Mm -hmm. neat to get a date on that um but just overall kind of a mess yeah personally playstation definitely set themselves up set themselves up with this expectation of a first party and we're not too sure if uh they delivered on that like you said too many too many third parties I'm just curious, Luke, if you had to give this a letter grade, what, what letter grade are you are you looking at? I think I'd give it a solid C. Solid I C. Th- I think the games, the games that I'm excited about, I think did have solid showings. Like I mentioned with Spider-Man, Alan Wake. I think getting Metal Gear is a big deal, but I didn't think the trailer was very impressive. But like, just <laughs> knowing it's real is cool. But like, I would. I guess what I'm saying is, like, even the games that didn't hit, I didn't feel like there were, like, a ton of bad trailers or bad-looking games in this showcase. It was just, like, overall, the pacing just felt really off to me and not having things like The Last of Us or what Sony Santa Monica is now working on or Sucker Punch or, like, these larger studios that, like, if we had just gotten one of them, I almost would have, like, this would have felt significantly better to me. But, yeah, I'd say a C, like, kind of on the lower, lower end of the C lower into the C, but with those bigger studios could have maybe been, you know, C plus, maybe. Yeah. No, I would, we won't say B just yet, but maybe at least a C plus for sure. Yeah, I would say so. Gotcha. Nice, nice. Hoopman, tossing it to you. What were your impressions? Yeah, so uh, I, w- I kind of want to, you know, talk about PlayStation as a whole, but I'll save that for after we've all given our impressions. Um, and I'll just keep it to the showcase specifically. Um the showcase, all things considered, uh, I think it was just was not good. I think it was just kind of a mess. Like, it didn't really have any clear vision. And I think what PlayStation has done really well over the past, you know, I don't know, even maybe decade or so, um, is that in their big showcases, for the most part, they come out with a very clear vision of like, hey, this is what PlayStation Studios is working on. This is what you can get excited about for the X number of years. Um, I, I talked about it uh, in the podcast, I think, last week um, or maybe a couple weeks ago, uh, where I felt like the the PlayStation Showcase in 2021 wasn't very good because it kind of lacked that vision. It, it just was kind of like a bunch of nonsense for the most part for maybe like 80, 85 percent of that showcase. And at the end, they jammed Wolverine in there, Spider-Man. Uh, and God of War at the very end, and everybody was, oh, this is the greatest showcase ever, forgetting about the whole, you know, you know, I don't know, 50 minutes before that point. I think this is almost even worse. Um, 
kind of like sitting on it for a couple of hours, I think this is almost even worse because uh, the prod, the answers that we dig, there was a lot. There's a lot of questions about PlayStation. We'll talk about that in a minute. A lot of questions about what they're working on and what like the next phases after like the last of us ghost tsushima god of war saga kind of is wrapping up and the answers that we did get outside of spider-man i felt like weren't very good like the haven studios project that we opened on a really weird thing to open on in my opinion yeah it's like it's like this weird like Gen Z, like you we're know, robbing the rich. Yeah. We're, we're robbing the rich. Yeah, go woke or go broke. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is cool, but like, this trailer looks like every other trailer, right? I, I, I think PlayStation Studios has set themselves apart in the past generation by putting out projects that are like, oh shoot, we're doing something different. Like even Ghost of Tsushima, which is probably the closest to looking like an Assassin's Creed. Still, they sh- when they showed that game off originally, they showed gameplay and stuff that made it seem like, oh, this is going to be a cool, unique thing on its own. This, I'm like, I don't even know what this looks like. Every other, you know, like the Hyenas trailer that, you know, mm. the multiplayer game's yeah. coming out, the finals. It just looks like all of that. So I'm like, uh, okay, this is weird to open on. I and thought it was the finals at first. Exactly. It's just like, what, <laughs> yeah. what are we looking at? Like, where is the defining factor that makes this a PlayStation Studios game? Like, I think if I'm not wrong, PlayStation acquired Haven Studios before they even put this like bef- before they even published the game. So like looking at this trailer, I'm like what about this game made you think, "Oh, we have to acquire this company." I have no clue looking at looking at what they're showing us as the audience here. Um so that's where they started off. And then from there, I think there were some decent stuff in there, but nothing to the level of anticipation everybody was expecting. I think the some of the best things in there were um, like the indie games, uh, Plucky Squire, seeing more of that was always nice. Um, Phantom Play Zero was really cool. But these are things that I think put a showcase like Summer Game Fest over the top. Like these games mm. in Summer Game Fest, you're like, oh man, Jeff really had some bangers that we weren't expecting. For PlayStation Showcase, I wouldn't expect them to lean heavily on these type of titles. I was hoping that they would lean really, really heavily on their first-party studios. Um, and even that third-party collaboration, the Metal Gear Solid, we've been hearing rumored all all this time. The trailer was like five seconds. You see Snake for two seconds, and it's like, it's coming. No date, no <laughs> like, no information, no nothing. No developer um, either. No Who developer. is making this game? They're hiding the developer like Drake oh. was hiding his Oh, because it's just bro. Konami Publishing? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I haven't, the... haven't specified, which they is wow. quite strange. They put out a message on Twitter talking about, like, we're working hard to get this game in shape. We want to honor the game from the developer. They just say the developer the whole time. They are not... Right. They are it's not just like, who is working on this game. Like, why are y'all hiding these people so hard? I saw some speculation going back and forth on Twitter that people are speculating that maybe Kojima is involved and they'll no. announce it at Summer Games Fest, and I just think that's fucking insane. Zero. I mean, yes. that'd be that'd be hype as fuck. But like, if that was the case, why wouldn't they unveil that here yeah, with the game, you know, and make it that much more zero of, a, of an event? Yeah. And and that's and this was one of the announcements that was rumored that was supposed to be like, oh, this is a lock. We already know this is coming up, and this was supposed to be an easy win. And 
It's like half the trailer, you're like, I don't even know what's going on. There's a bird, there's a lizard, <laughs> what the heck? And then you get the snake getting eaten, and you see snake, and then it's over. Like, and then you get the rem- like the remaster collection announced, and that makes me think, okay, like we're seeing these remasters coming out in the fall. Does that mean Metal Gear Solid Remake Three is even further away? Like, are they trying to like use this as a stopgap? I don't know. Um, and then we're just like stumbling along. We got even more PlayStation first party. Um, multiplayer games, the live service thing, we can talk about that in a second is coming into fruition, it's not looking good in my opinion, uh, I think mm-hmm. probably the most interesting thing announced was Marathon from Bungie, um, Bungie has a strong pedigree in first person shooters and if there's anybody I have faith in um, to bring you know, a cool new take on the first person genre multiplayer genre, it is Bungie, but we didn't get to see any gameplay sadly um I think that's a big announcement, honestly. That was, like, the biggest surprise for me of, like, oh, shit, that's actually a big deal. If they had opened with something like that, I think I would have just had, like, a better mindset going Mm. through the whole thing. But, like, the first half hour, I was just, like, none of this is really hitting for me. Like, there's some stuff that looked cool. Like, we haven't talked about um, Swords of the Sea, but that looks pretty sweet coming off of um, the giant squid team. Like... Mm-hmm. cool things but just like nothing that was hitting in the way that we were all predicting like Claire and I did a, a lukewarm games predictions episode we we had crazy crazy stuff <laughs> like just like we did too. yeah just like insane things and we each got like one or two predictions right I think Claire got the most because she was like I think they're gonna show the Gran Turismo trailer again oh, I think God. they're gonna show oh, this yeah. and I'm like oh man she she kind of nailed a lot of it which was impressive they're going all in on that Gran Turismo trailer. I, I, based I on a you. true story, based I guess. Allegedly, based on a true story. I got to do some research on that one. I would yeah. like to know, what who is this driver? What's going yeah. on? I'm not watching your movie, though. No, I need to I see. I need a I Wikipedia mean, I, article. I recently got Movie Pass, so maybe I'll go in there and watch it. Okay, you let us know. For research purposes. But yeah, I mean, for we re- ended with Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man ending was a great, strong ending. But yeah, just like... When you see, like, God, when I saw Jim Ryan's face at the end of this thing, and he's talking about we have one more game. I was like, like, oh, shit, really? We haven't seen anything. (laughs) We we really almost haven't seen anything. And we saw Spider-Man, and that was great. But, I mean, I'm really, I'm giving this, I'd say, I'm I'm on the C train. I'm like C, borderline D. I'll probably say even D for what our expectations were, and we can go into that in a little bit. But yeah, that mm-hmm. was that was kind of rough. What about you, Arsene? You know, I am also like you, Luke. I tend to be a pretty optimistic person. Um, so going through this, I, I kind of had like the I don't know how to best describe it, but I, I would see a cool game. You know, let's say we get to Ghost Runners two. Uh, I'm like, well, this looks pretty cool, and then I'm like, okay, what's next? And we get to Phantom Blade Zero. I'm like, okay, what's next? So I'm, I'm kind of, you know, vibing with the trailers, sure. you know, pretty much. I'm vibing throughout the whole thing. The whole time, PlayStation is pulling the wool over my head. Because I'm sitting here not even realizing that we're not getting what we were expecting from, right. the, you know, our our predictions, our expectations going into this showcase. I'm sitting here by the time we got to the, it literally, for me, I don't think clicked until that Jim Ryan announcement at the end where there's one last game, I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I've been hoodwinked. I've been hornswoggled. I've just been completely, ban- I've been bamboozled. I can't believe that we let Jim Ryan do this to us. You know, because obviously 
like we've said, these are some pretty solid games. You know, Alan Wake 2, Final Fantasy, blah, blah, blah. These are solid games to see, but it just did it. It wasn't hitting me hard enough to the point where I'm like, we are Sony. Sony is on top. We are the kings. It, it doesn't give king status. It's given plucky squire status. You know, we're just, you know, a couple of little little squires in the village having a good old time, not having we're not doing king shit basically sure so if this had been billed as a state of play i think we would be being like this is the best this is one of the best state of play 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 incredible like yeah but those expectations just kind of so can we just go around before we get into the what we think about place what was missed x y and z x y and z can we just talk about some of the stuff that we liked yeah um because i do want to start off with alan wake 2 mm-hmm. uh, i was a big fan of alan wake back on the 360 i had a lot of fun with it um and i enjoyed the vibe where it was like just just okay enough like just not scary enough for me to play without being a baby alan wake 2 they're lucky they hooked me with the first one because i would not play this otherwise <laughs> this game was hella scary it's going also, a little too far it's going a little far and but this is also kind of positioning Remedy. If they can pull this game off October 17th, um, this is pres- positioning Remedy as one of my favorite devs. Like, coming off of Control, Alan Wake mm-hmm. looks absolutely fantastic. Um, looks super spooky. Um, if they really lean into, like, the supernatural side, like Alan Wake and Control always have done, uh, I'm very excited to see how this story unfolds. So, uh, I thought Alan Wake looked incredible. Once again, it's multi-platform, so I, I don't really... For games like this, I don't really give PlayStation much credit for being the person mm-hmm. to reveal it. Um, but I'm very excited about Alan Wake, too. Yeah, it looks yeah. awesome. Any uh, games you're excited for as well? Um, just trying to look at this list and highlight stuff we haven't really touched on. Um I think on the indie side, Plucky Squire, I'm really excited for that mm-hmm. game. So, like, it was cool that for it to show up here. I was a little surprised it showed up here in the first place. Like I said, I think um, Swords of the Sea looked quite cool. Um, and I think Dragon's Dogma 2 is a pretty big announcement, honestly. Yeah. Like, that that's kind of a cult classic in the action RPG world. And I think it's cool that they're getting another chance. I... I think Capcom is having kind of a renaissance in these last few years since, oh, yeah. like, RE Remake, RE7, like, and now heading into Street Fighter VI, Dragon's Dogma is coming back. Like, I think they're just kind of in their bag, and they're they're putting out wacky different games that are interesting to me. So excited to see what's up there. Um, and then I think for me the biggest announcement, aside from Alan Wake and Spider-Man, was um, Marathon from Bungie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge OG Halo fan. I think Destiny was like my most anticipated game ever going into it. And while I didn't stick with it just because of the kind of games as a service elements, I am interested to see what they do with Marathon. I thought the art direction of the trailer was really, really cool. Hopefully we get to see some gameplay in the next year or two. Because mm-hmm. um, I kind of imagine that game's a ways out, though Bungie's team is huge. So maybe it is closer than we would think. Um, but yeah, there's some. I think there's some good stuff sprinkled out throughout. It's just that pacing piece, that expectation piece, just not really um, wasn't really it, like we were saying. But trying to keep things positive. Also, gotcha. I'll probably buy some PlayStation earbuds because I, I like a good set of earbuds, and if they okay. do 3D audio, that's kind of neat. But 
super weird announcement amidst yeah, all this. Very, very weird. I'm going to just touch we, on... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Before we uh, jump off of Luke's comment, uh, I do want to say Dragon's Dogma did, did look like it could be a sleeper hit. Like, I was looking at the gameplay, and I was like... This looks kind of clean. Like, there was a dude who summoned, like, a meteor spell mm-hmm. to, like, attack the, these enemies. Like, they were having, like, some pretty cool magic stuff going on there. I'm not super familiar with the franchise, but I'm like, I might have to keep my eye on this one. I was going to ask clean. if y'all played the first one at all. I have no. not. No. It's very I played much a, out of my... I played a bit of it, I think, on 360 when it came out back in the day. And they had a very cool mechanic where you, like, recruited people to your party, and then you could send them out on missions... And then they'd come back with these like crazy stories of things that happened to them, okay. and so that was kind kind of a unique mechanic. And then it incorporated like you could climb on creatures, Shadow of the Colossus style, and fights and stuff, but had kind of that point based action RPG system. So it was doing some unique things at the time. So I I think a sequel could really build on the cool ideas and then add some technical prowess to it. I, I modern consoles. Twenty twelve. I wouldn't lie. Yeah. Like. If uh, Xbox came out and showed Avowed and it kind of looked like this with like a crispier art style, I'd be like, yeah, this is this looks pretty fire. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm interested to see kind of how Avowed stacks up in the current landscape. Yeah, especially with, you know, the, the, the coming off of this showcase. Before, there's, I want to talk about those earbuds and another little handheld that was uh, announced, but I want to go through... Project Q? What was Project the Project Q, Q, yeah. Um, I want to just touch on a couple games that piqued my interest here sure nobody's talking about cat quest i mean i don't know what you guys I are look doing. like a Pir- commercial bro pirates of the Caribbean, I'm, bro. i'm in oh, i'm in boy. i'm down i love a good thank cat you. game it thank looks very cute thank you it, the whole overworld thing this is what little devil inside wanted to be oh, cat quest i is forgot about over. that game that's we got to talk about that too in a we second oh God. About that. I was thinking about that one after maybe like the oh second or third game God. came out. I was like, hmm, I wonder if we'll see a little devil inside. Maybe, you know, we're seeing lots on. of random little things. Maybe we'll see uh, this one finally get resurrected. But as we can see, that did not happen. So, uh, a little devil inside, we're, sh- we're still looking for you. Um, Phantom Blade Zero, uh, that trailer looked pretty crazy, from especially from a combat perspective. I mean, they were doing stuff that I was like, dang, I thought Sekiro is you know, crazy with the combat. What are we doing? My man was doing all sorts of flips. He's spinning around. He's taking cover behind pillars. I'm like, what, what kind of game are we playing here? Is it an action RPG? Are we, are we, you know, a cover based, a uh, cover based melee fighting game? What is going on? I don't, even, I don't understand. So I would definitely. When they did love the like backflip off the pole and then that was fire. Yeah, that Just was that was hype. That was really cool. Insanity, insanity. So what are they? Like, team S. S Dream? S S Game? S, S Game. Something like that. You guys are in your bag. Hopefully uh the game does not flop. Looking out for you guys. Um Foam Stars, hello. Splatoon oh, four baby. Splatoon. Four. When I saw Foam Whoa. Stars, I was like, We're we're, that we're was, in some trouble here. Yeah, that that's when I was insane. like you said earlier Jim Ryan's pranking us. That's when I was like, wait. What is happening right now? Dude, they showed the Square Square Enix Enix logo. (laughs) In every press conference, like it doesn't matter what press conferences it is. It could be Nintendo. It could be PlayStation. It could be Summer Game Fest. You see the Square Square Enix logo, and it is a coin toss. It's either you see Final Fantasy, you see Kingdom Hearts, (laughs) 
Or it's some bullshit. A hundred percent. This time it was a hundred percent some bullshit. I forgot. What was that last one? It was like the Valkyrie something. We got Valkyrie Chronicles. We got Various Daylife Simulator. I'm like, what are we doing, Square? You have such good will. Like, everybody loves... Pretty much, most people love... Or not, I won't say love Square Enix, but people have respect for Square Enix games. They put out... Obviously, I know some people here don't like Kingdom Hearts, but, you know, the original Kingdom Hearts. Let's talk about that. That That's good. We like the original Kingdom Hearts. We like the Final Fantasies. They have goodwill amongst the people. I feel like like everyone has, like, one, at least one Square franchise that they're like, fuck yeah, I love those games. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. And then everything else is just kind of, what are we doing? So Foam Stars, I, I thought it was interesting, to say the least. Uh, <laughs> if this is a, this has to be like a free-to-play, you yeah. know, actually, well, no one's square. No. I don't know if it'll be free-to-play. Who's play. paying for this? Come on now. I don't know. The same people that pay for <laughs> Splatoon. Maybe they want a more uh, high-quality HD version of their Splatoon 3. Is I think Splatoon's got They take it. Yeah, I don't think it was that much higher quality. I just wanted to talk about <laughs> it. It was... <laughs> It was quite interesting to me. Uh, and then lastly, uh, we briefly talked about Sword of the Sea coming off of, uh, what was it, the Giant Squid team? Yeah, uh, not great. a sequel to Journey, but in the same genre, in the same area mm-hmm. as Journey. Looks good. I like the yeah, dude uh, shredding the half pipe. I was like, what are we doing, brother? That looks sick as hell. Yeah. So yeah, great. I'm, I'm hyped for Sword of the Sea. Okay. Before, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into before, the negative, let, yeah, let's before we get into the negative, let's go ahead and break down Spider-Man 2. Let's, okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, I'm about to go in on PlayStation. I'm not going to hold back. I might as well give my praise because um, I thought Spider-Man – okay. Uh, I might be – I'm a little lukewarm on it, no pun intended. Uh, ha, ha, ha. I, th- I think it looks good. I think it looks great, but I also think it just looks kind of like an upgraded Spider-Man. Like I was hoping yeah. – I think that it's very easy to sell us on the big set piece cinematics, similar to how they did with the first Spider-Man, where you see him like flying through the office building and like the quick time events. I think those are really easy to get people hyped about. Uh, but I just wish we saw a little more new gameplay. I, I liked seeing Miles's new powers. I thought that was really sick. Um, I like seeing the symbiote, uh, but I was just hoping to see if there's any gameplay where they're both fighting together and it's not just like a you know oh the game is finally ending and we have like one cool fight it'd be really cool to see like combo like tag team combos and stuff and like Mm -hmm. maybe open world fighting that's really what i was hoping to see and we didn't get to see that unfortunately but the game nonetheless still looks clean like i am a big spider-man shell i will play this game for 80 hours or whatever (laughs) and have a great time um i love that we're introducing venom and craven and all of that stuff and we're getting a little more of uh new york um i just don't think it's like it's not the it's just like it's it's kind of like horizon to horizon forbidden west it's, it's kind of like god of war to mm. god of war ragnarok um i don't think it's going to change the game but i do think it's going to be a lot of fun so i'm looking forward to it and very popular and it's going to sell gangbusters absolutely mm-hmm. what Luke? about you guys yeah i thought spider-man looked really good i would agree that it's hitting on similar notes of Miles in the first game. Um, I do think there's, like, a couple key things that they, like, showed that hint at gameplay systems that I think will be more heavily involved in the final game. The switching between Miles and Peter. I know we didn't see, like, 
specific gameplay uses, but I have to imagine it's going to be akin to like a GTA five system where mm. like there's mm. going to be large scale fights or boss fights and moments where like you're jumping back and forth between characters and maybe it's very scripted, like you're not like organically choosing to do it, but I still think they're gonna play off of that in interesting mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought visually it looked really impressive. It looked really fun. Looked I really thought good, yeah. seeing him go across the Brooklyn Bridge and just knowing mm. that the world's bigger, we're going to get to see new parts of the city. As somebody who platinumed the first game, like I, as long as I have like cool places to explore and swing around, and I thought especially Miles did a really good job with side quests. So like I just get excited about like being in that world. Um, but yeah, and I agree. I thought seeing Craven the Hunter was really cool. Some new villains, some some different stories that maybe I'm not as familiar with as like the standard Sinister Six. Like we're branching out a little bit, which is exciting. Nice, nice. I'm you know pretty much on the same train as you guys. I will say when the trailer first opened, I was scared. I was very nervous. <laughs> Me too, I yeah. saw that ball headed dude. I thought for sure we were getting Arc Two. That Vin Diesel ass uh, oh, trailer. Oh I was my like, God. I was like, imagine? no. I was like, Jim Ryan, you cannot do this. This is an immediate F tier showcase. You can't do this. Then I see him, you know, I'm like, okay, well, what's he doing? He doesn't seem like, you know, they're in, you know, caveman times. He's talking about like <laughs> this and that. Then I saw Craven and I was like, okay, there we go. I recognized him immediately. I was like, okay, Craven, thank you so much for showing up. I'm happy to see some Spider Man. I wasn't confident that we were going to see the gameplay you know just based off of that little trailer but then they hopped right in and i was like okay six months later okay we're hopping right in he made his way over super quick uh, i think uh joseph you talked about <laughs> you talked about that, that point where uh who was it? The, the guy some random guy just shows up <laughs> with a tablet he's like hey boss check out this new hunt <laughs> yeah, and I'm he's like, like oh we're <laughs> He's like, oh, New Madagascar. Yeah, He's cool. like, have we thought about hunting in New York City? He's like, what the fuck? What, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, what, like, like we're, you're literally logic. in the middle of the jungle. What kind of, what kind? I, I don't know. I just need, to, I need to know more about Craven's character to fully understand, uh, you know, him as an individual and why does he like to hunt so much, bro? Like, it is not that serious. Um, other right than back. that, I was, oh yeah, sure. Uh, other than that, I was also <laughs> a little nervous seeing the uh, symbiote suit off rip before it fully like formed to his skin it sure. looked like a bunch of like trash bags all over him and i was like whoa okay i mean that's an interesting take on the symbiote suit but then hey it, it, it resolved itself it was just because he had just popped out of sure the heck he was yeah so. and once it was like in action i thought it was yeah. like the animations looked really cool that shot where he like dropped down i thought looked really oh, cool yeah. really um, good stuff but yeah, I'm, I hope they don't do like this stereotypical story with that too, where it's like, oh, Peter's evil, Miles has to stop him. You know what I mean? Or like, you know they are. You know they. I just are. hope there's like a twist. You know what I mean? Or something interesting, because like I don't think the story of the Spider-Man games are like so incredible, but they're always fun. Like they're always engaging, and there's little surprises along the way that you don't necessarily expect. So I hope they like play with our expectations a little bit. I completely agree. I, I think it will be interesting. I, I, I think it is interesting that it seems like they're leaning into that Spider-Man three uh, symbiote Spider-Man mm. persona. Uh, you know, kind of cringy or kind of edgy to the point of being cringy. You There's know, not a about dance some, scene. What are we doing? We might get a dance scene <laughs> after <laughs> seeing hearing, after hearing some of that dialogue. 
uh, what did Miles say? He said, uh, "Be careful, watch out for his teeth." And he's like, he's like yeah, "I got my head I got or whatever." My, yeah. I was <laughs> like, "Come oh, on, brother, you are in Cornball Central right now." <laughs> so I'm, you know, I, I think it'll be fun regardless. Obviously, I've been, you know, talking about all my little nervous points about the game. I, I'm a big, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I'm getting this game day one. I'm gonna play, hopefully, platinum this game. I've got nothing but praise for it, pretty much, other than you know these little uh, funny little nitpicks here. For sure. Um, moving Speaking on, of day one, okay. real quick. I just thought yeah. it was a little weird we didn't get a date. They yeah. said yeah, holiday I previously. To mention, yeah. Now they said oh, fall man. previously. It kind of makes me think anything. they're not that it in Is this it one it fall, ended with fall twenty three. Oh, yeah. did it end with fall? I yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't see that. Okay. It's Which I thought was odd because it's just like. You've said it's coming. I kind of expected to see a date since we saw gameplay, but maybe they're not confident it'll yeah, hit, so then they'll delay it to yeah. early next year. I don't necessarily need it to come out this year, but if it's ready, I'd, I'd just like give to play it. Here, it. Man. Yeah. yeah, but it just seems like here would have been the place to show the date if they have a date in mind. Yeah. I uh, saw on Insomniac's Twitter, you know, everybody's hounding them in the comments, talking about some, hey, where's the date? Where's the date? And they're just like, hee hee, we'll give it to you soon. It's <laughs> 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 like, come on. They're like, well, <laughs> information will be revealed soon. I'm like, when is soon, Insomniac? Yeah. I just need a date. Come on. Is now. that a Jeff Keighley's thing, maybe? Like, that's so There's weird. no, well, that's so weird. They that's announced the thing, a though, day and- one PC drop. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm very interested to see what PlayStation-related news we'll get at Summer Games Fest. Mm-hmm. And if we're getting into omissions... Uh, sorry, I shouldn't... I'm jumping the gun. I, let's okay. segue into our next thing. But I was just going to say, like, that's where I think we might see things like The Last of Us multiplayer, maybe. But then I'm just... Maybe it's just wishful thinking at this point to think PlayStation's, like, saving stuff for that, when in reality, they maybe they... They're not showing anything big, and we all just need to chill. But I think that's definitely wishful thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's over, you. man. It's over. I mean, but they did show the concept art for Last of Us multiplayer at last year's Summer Games well, Fest. True, but they didn't <laughs> have a showcase that. last year. They didn't have a showcase. There is a, last there is a yeah. through line connection between Neil Druckmann and Jeff Keighley. Just saying. So you're telling not, me there's a chance. All right, I'm just I'm trying gonna, to. I'm just gonna get Grass into it. Right? Yeah. I'm just gonna get into it, but I'm gonna set the stage. PlayStation, <laughs> they lost the plot here, alright? They had every chance. It was it was teed up for them perfectly. We had we had Redfall flopping, right? Mm-hmm. We have we have Starfield coming into question, like can Starfield save the Xbox brand? We have Phil Spencer having that line, good games aren't gonna sell, you know, get people to buy Xboxes. Xbox was on such a downward trajectory and it was like if PlayStation had a showcase where they answered everything, when they where they had the Last of Us multiplayer, where they had like the next uh uh I don't know, Sucker Punch game or the next team Asobi game, if they had like even a fraction of the the answers for the questions we were looking at, it would have been like PlayStation just they just own the generation. Like they can't be stopped. They're unstoppable. But they fumbled it. They fumbled it. Like and now I feel like they've left the door wide open for Xbox and I know Xbox does this I think 
in all honesty, I think Xbox's showcase will be fantastic because Xbox does the same thing every year where their <laughs> showcase is fantastic. And then you're like, wait, what about those games that you <laughs> where to show? They they're, either, they're either boo-boo, they come out, and they're like a 7 out of 10, or they just don't ever come out. So I think their showcase is going to be fantastic. So I think in the short term, in the in the short term mind share of who won E3, it's a, it's like it's a slay up for uh, for Xbox at this point because PlayStation absolutely lost the plot. Like they have done such a good job over the past decade, from like way back in 2015 or 2016, where they showed us God of War, where they showed us Last of Us Part Two, where they even showed us Days Gone, Ghost of Tsushima, um, Spider Man. It was just like banger after banger, and it was like, look, this is the PS4 generation. We're gonna keep delivering, and we have no intention of of letting off the gas. Gas, even with Horizon, right? They were like, this is the future of PlayStation Four, and up to the final year of PlayStation 4, they were delivering on all those titles that they had set up back in like 2015, 2016. Um, now, we have exhausted all of those titles. Um, Spider-Man mm. 2 is like the only franchise that is still kind of lingering. You could also argue Last of Us multiplayer, but we haven't really seen that. And that's kind of like a different beast that they're tackling. Um, Spider-Man 2 is like the only remnant of that that holdover it's like the last game essentially we could even argue horizon forbidden uh west was the last game and spider-man 2 is starting this new phase um so you would expect for somebody who hasn't done a showcase in two years you would expect them to start that cycle again like it seems super easy they did it the first time it ended up with great success to them um you just start the cycle again show all the next first party titles you're working on get us excited show us like see even like ghost of tsushima was originally like a cgi trailer uh horizon forbidden west i think had gameplay but most of the stuff was cgi in the original days of like setting this up in the playstation 4 era but it seems like their vision that i took away from today was like hey we're leaning really heavily into live service games um, that's the only thing that I could take away from like the PlayStation Studios brand this time around. And it was not good. It was not in a, hey, we're leaning into live service games and they're, we're getting like Apex Legend style quality. We're getting, uh, you know, Halo style quality. We're getting Destiny style quality. It was like, hey, we're leaning into live service games. Here's some random fucking CGI. You don't know what this game is. We don't want you to know what this game is. Here's Helldivers 2. Um, this gameplay looks old and dated, but, you know, just take it. Take it, whatever. Take it. Bungie Marathon. This is going to be multi-platform. This is the coolest thing, but we can't even make this exclusive because Bungie has it in their contract that they want all their games multi-platform. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's our. That's the vision for PlayStation now. Like, what? what are we doing? So... Now it's kind of like we're sitting here thinking, uh, when are we hearing from Naughty Dog? When are we hearing from... And now, like, the saddest thing about this to me is that all the speculation that we've had about PlayStation acquiring these studios and, like, you know, what are they going to do with these games? Fire, Fire Sprite or Firewalk or whatever, Haven Studios. Now we know. And so far, it's not very exciting. So it's not like, oh, we got a new first party from these new studios. It's kind of like, hey, we got these multiplayer games and this is probably what they're going to be doing for the next five years or more. Um, Mm. So it doesn't seem like it kind of seems like they're in that same territory as Microsoft where it's like we're gambling on these studios like Insomniac, uh, Naughty Dog were proven entities that we know are going to make quality single player games. 
Haven, Firewalk, these are all gambles in the live service space, and we don't know how that's going to turn out, which is kind of a bummer. So um, not really happy with what they're setting up, and I'm not happy that I have no clue when we're going to hear from them next. Will we hear from them in the fall? Maybe, but if that's the case, why, why didn't they give us literally anything to indicate that we were going to have some regular cadence or something like, or like, Hey, you're going to hear about last of us factions in the fall. Hey, you're going to do the nothing. So I'm kind of bummed on this. I feel like this was their year. We kept saying to be like the greatest showcase of all time, answer all these questions, all these franchises that we were really, really excited about easy, easy layups. Just let us know what's going on with them. Nothing, zero projects, not even little devil inside, which what the hell (laughs) Where's that game? So, I'm I'm very frustrated with that, but I'm sorry I've ranted a little too much. That's okay. Uh, You're all good. Arsene, Luke, whoever wants to take it from here. I want to say, you know, before we, because what I want really want to get into is our our, uh, little peripherals here. I want to give a quick little conspiracy. You know, I love to just, you know, ramble on about a little conspiracy nonsense. Sure. What if, what if Sony is intentionally sandbagging themselves so that way they can get the most improved award in class? Because right now, Right now, look at look at what Xbox is doing. You know, they're they're sitting here, not really. They don't have too much going for them. Everybody's like, "Oh, you poor thing, little Xbox." If Xbox puts out just even a decent showcase, they're gonna be like, "Wow, look at how good Xbox is. Look how good they're doing over the next year." Blah blah blah. They're so improved. Sony had to. Sony realized that their standards are too high. They're like, "Damn, we gotta we gotta tarnish our name just a little bit so that way we can jack it back up." That's my conspiracy. What That's a terrible because that's the it's real it's real trust me my my buddy jim told me about it i mean the evidence is there i don't know if i agree (laughs) that that's the thought process um yeah i don't know just going back to a point you made joseph about like these new ip that we had announced from new first party studios like haven and firewalk like i would argue we don't even know what these games are and to that like why are you showing them like Concord, for example. Like, objectively, I'm excited <laughs> to see what that game is. Space game, cool color palette, some interesting music choices, sure. But, like, that trailer gave us nothing. We don't know what type of game it is. We don't know what genre really it's in, other than that multiplayer is involved to some extent. Like, it's just so so odd to do that. And, like, we know Sony Santa Monica is working on stuff. We know Naughty Dog is doing stuff. Sucker Punch, Team Asobi, like so, London Studio, all these talented groups that are just like, just give us a teaser. You don't even have to show us gameplay. Like, just tell us what you're working on so we can be excited about it. Give Ugh. us Pragmata back, bro. Where's Pragmata? Yeah. Where's Pragmata? Think... Like, yeah, there's just so many question marks. And there's like a balance, right? Like, if the games are not ready, if Naughty Dog, Sony Santa Monica, or whoever are not ready to review these projects, then I totally understand that. Like, then you can't show them. There's nothing you can do about them. You just want them to work on it and get into a state where they can show gameplay and be proud of it instead of just showing, like, a logo. I understand that. But at the same time, that still doesn't mean, like, there still needs to be a vision of what you are doing as a brand. Like... The crazy thing about this is you look at the entire showcase and you think about, okay, so, like, what does the next year of PlayStation look like? We still have no clue. Like, we like we obviously know Final Fantasy is coming out. Uh, we obviously know Spider-Man 2 is coming out. We knew that before the showcase. 
And mm-hmm. after the showcase, what do we know? Nothing. Like we even there's even Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We don't know when that's coming out. That seems like the next most logical game to show. Maybe Square Enix didn't want to step to their own toes with you know Final Fantasy right around the corner. But if that's the case, like why I don't get why the showcase was timed for right now. Like. PlayStation notoriously they skipped last year they kind of do things on their own time like why not just let Final Fantasy 16 release like we've seen more than enough of that game and Spider-Man 2 we don't have a date for it so like why not just wait until you have a date for Spider-Man why not wait until you have some footage for Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth and like at least show us somewhat of the next you know year like 2024 i have no clue granted i don't know what what microsoft is doing in 2024 but if if we if two weeks come along june 11th or june 10th comes around and microsoft says hey this this and this are dropping in 2024 we're gonna be looking at sony like okay (laughs) like what are you guys doing we're gonna get final fantasy rebirth early in the year and then what we don't know it just feels like such a different playstation than the ps4 era of like Mm. like when we got to the new devices and jim ryan's talking about project q and these earbuds he's like we did it everybody here's what you wanted it's just (laughs) like bro no one asked for these we got you your wii u i'm glad we're this is a perfect segue we gotta talk about the elephant in the room what the hell is project q why are we doing this that thing looks so goofy bro (laughs) <laughs> Somebody, I saw, I've, I've already the, seen. The, yeah, I was gonna say I've already seen uh, edits where somebody took the uh, little like glue like <laughs> the Zelda uh, thing oh, from, from Zelda. Yeah, from Zelda, yeah I saw they, that so too, that's that how they great. made the Project Q. Sorry, Luke, you go ahead. No, you're all good. I think the only thing I was gonna say is like on a positive note, like conceptually, I like the idea of playing handheld dual sense. Like it's not like a Joy-Con cheapened version of the controller it's like oh cool we could use adaptive triggers we could have a handheld that's neat other than that it's just like what's this small led screen it's not oled it's it's barely bigger than a phone it's i don't i just don't understand who the audience is for but i'm a very like selective handheld guy i rarely use my switch in handheld mode i love my steam deck but it's more of like such a specific indie machine that runs like a subsection of games that i can't play anywhere else so it just Mm -hmm. feels like if I'm playing remote play on PlayStation, I'm just gonna play my TV. I don't, I don't know. Can, That's just my personal preference. Maybe people out there want it, but definitely not like a show closer. Like, fuck yeah, we did it, y'all. Here's Project Q. And another thing is, just don't give it. They didn't give us a date on it. They didn't give us a price no on it. And it, it almost seems like the showcase was like, oh, we gotta get the showcase out now. Like, like they're participating in old school E3, where it's like, oh, we have to hit this timeline. But they don't have dates for a lot of stuff they don't have prices for a lot of stuff so it's like yeah. why do why do we do this why do we choose to do this right now i don't i don't get it if it had just been a spider-man state of play and shown half these games it would have been so much uh, yeah, yeah i think i think that's just all that needed to happen honestly they bit off more than they could chew and now they're they're seeing the they're seeing the Twitter side, you know. Everybody is, you know, coming coming for them, talking about how uh, mid and mediocre this is. Yeah. Uh, and just back to Project Q, really quickly. I'm just, I'm still just so baffled. I just don't. I, I obviously we don't have all the details here, but I just can't imagine. Like you have to be connected to Wi-Fi for it. So what theoretically could I be 
I think, and I think that uh, what Sony has been, you know, kind of moving their wireless infrastructure to a point where you can play your PS5 remotely on different Wi-Fi, so you don't need to be at your house. Mm-hmm. But it's still like, what do I take my my little Project Q to McDonald's, play on the McDonald's Wi-Fi? Like, why would I ever want to do? Do do I need to play God of War Ragnarok that badly? I just don't <laughs> get it. No, is there any price a... point where you guys would be like, yep, I'll tr- give it a try? Because for me, it's like, brother. right, like, no, <laughs> I, no. Well, and you know, I, I they're no not going to charge that. They're going to say, I say three hundred minimum. This thing's probably four hundred. Three hundred. Three hundred. I was thinking like one. It I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be closer to like four. Knowing PlayStation, they charge six hundred bucks for a PSVR two. More yeah. than the console itself, so like you really, yeah. Look, that's my we're prediction. In like, we're in P- we're, go- we're encroaching back into PS3 territory. We're just, we're there, they're just doing shit that does they're not doing need to too be done, much. Right? Like it's like I don't get it. It seemed like they knew the formula. It seemed like they figured it out. <laughs> they were making IPs that people wanted to play. Every new thing they showed was a hit. Everything they every new Sony IP they showed was exciting to look at and you're like oh this is a new thing from sucker punch this is brand new this looks really sick oh yeah, yeah. oh horizon oh wow like she's sliding slow-mo under the dinosaur i remember when they showed that and you're like oh shit this could be clean sure now we're we're like reverting backwards to the point where it's like oh yeah ambiguous multiplayer oh yeah <laughs> handheld that that nobody really wants like we're it's the stuff that we wanted like it seems like we're in arrogant sony phase where they're like Ah, oh, Microsoft people will did. buy it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, Microsoft is doing whatever. They said they can't outsell us. We'll just we'll we'll burn one. We'll we'll please our advertisers, and we'll tell you about all this stuff later. It's like, no, it's been two years, man. And like, crazy thing is, like, I was seeing rumors of like PS5 Pro coming out in 2024 or something like that. Mm. It's like, why would I buy a PS5 Pro? When there have barely been any PS5 games that are even really pushing the limits like that, like do I want? Do I need a PS5 Pro to play these multiplayer live service games that you guys are pushing? <laughs> I highly doubt it. So, like, what does the roadmap look like? Now, granted, they could hit us with a fall PS PS5 showcase with all the single players and be super single player focused, but I'm not going to give them that credit. Um, I think. From the messaging they showed us today and from what we know today without any assumptions or giving benefit of the doubt, this was like a huge miss when I thought that they when I thought that they had everything figured out and in the fear of like the live service where it was like, Oh, live service, we're investing in that, but we're still gonna invest in our single player games. And don't get me wrong, I do think Ghost of Tsushima two is on the way and you know, all these other big titles, I think they're on the way for sure. Um, but it doesn't it seems like they were it was all about live service pretty much like with with the exception of spider-man 2 which was already announced it seemed like they were leaning really heavily in the live service and not in a way that fits with the playstation for playstation it kind of just seemed like a seemed like a ubisoft type presentation of a live service game or or even maybe an ea presentation where it's like yeah we're trying this new thing uh, we're not. It's really ambiguous. Like people have fun running with around it. with guns. 
doesn't yeah, seem like the playstation it. way at all so that's kind of well and it's hard to even know if these games are truly like live service like will fair game have a battle pass of microtransactions like it's hard to even tell the structure of that game based on these teaser trailers and it's not that every teaser trailer has to like encapsulate everything the game is but like if something? you're announcing new IP, yeah, we need more context for some of these. And I imagine there's PlayStation blog posts about some of these games and additional stuff, but it's like, I shouldn't have to go read that to understand <laughs> what we're looking yeah. at, in a sense. I mean, in the entire last generation, right, when you saw that PlayStation Studios logo, you were getting, like, a pretty deep understanding or a pretty deep pitch on what the game was. Even in, even games like Days Gone, that was probably one of the... Uh, one of the only flops of that generation like days gone when they first showed it it was like okay this is very clear what this is um the playstation every time the playstation logo showed in this showcase like i would get hyped and then i'd be like what the like what, what the hell am i looking at like this is this does not seem like something that should be attached to the playstation logo of today um so yeah, they need to go back to the drawing board. The live service initiative, I know they want to take, get, a, get a piece of that pie, and, and I know they think that they can conquer that space just like they conquered the single-player um, single space as well. But you only get one shot at this, right? Like, you can't put out these live service games and have them just be whatever and then have, expect us to get excited about the next wave of live service games. It's just not going to happen. Um, and I'd be way more comfortable if they had you know pushed wolverine or they had pushed you know some other first party games alongside these live servers but it seems like we got spider-man and everything new we saw was some multiplayer game it's not the not not the future i'm very interested in for the playstation brand very tragic but with that folks i just want to see i want to get you guys uh final thoughts here you know let's i think we've gone on and on about the the failures of uh sony so far with this uh showcase that they've uh, presented to us today you guys have any final thoughts any positive words any negative words as well to leave the folks with before we wrap up luke sure um I think there's a few games in here to be really excited about i hope playstation has a better showing next time and yeah, I hope they just learn, like, when to have a showcase, when to set expectations, and kind of keep things in check a little bit. Hoop man. Uh, I think they definitely dropped the ball here, but I think, you know, I think it's not like the first party games are completely gone. We're going to see, we're going to eventually see some from some updates from Corey Barlog, from Naughty Dog, from all those people. Very excited when that day comes. That being said, I think... This is this is a competition, and you know PlayStation has done really well over the past decade to capture that mind share, and I think they really fumbled the ball and set themselves back a little bit. Um, and if they don't have another showcase this year, and if they just do state of plays, I think that's going to be that's going to set Microsoft up for to start. You know, finally, if they can, Microsoft, you know, notorious bag fumblers. I think they might finally be able to switch things out with Starfield if that comes out swinging, and then they can uh, pivot into Hellblade. But only time will tell what Microsoft is up to in two weeks. Very true. My final thoughts. Very disappointed we didn't see any uh, news about Tokobot. We need a remake. Please, Sony, 
Give me my Tokobot remake. All right, guys. You can probably get it. (laughs) I honestly, (laughs) you're so right. What I mean, if we're getting Cat Quest, uh, what is it? Pirates of the Peribian. Give me Tokobot, damn it! What are we doing? I don't think the studio is active anymore, so uh, (laughs) that's part of the problem. Blue Point, hello. Okay, I'm done. Oh God! God. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to the Player Player. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice. And rate us five stars on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. If you want updates about future updates and giveaways, we don't even do giveaways anymore. Dang. We're going to have to do a giveaway. We're going we're gonna to do a giveaway one day this we'll year. We'll give away a cat quest. That? We'll What's give away a cat quest. <laughs> quest. Um, or if you want to submit a question to the show, please visit playerplayerpod.com or follow us on social media at playerplayerpod. Big shout out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. Follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as PaxArsenico on Twitter and Twitch or ArsenLockPaul on Instagram. Uh, you can find my co-host Joseph as the Hootman on most social platforms the, where the E is a three. Luke, where can people find you? Yeah, for sure. Um, they can find me on social media. I'm at Lukewarm Lewis. You can check out my podcast, Lukewarm Games, that I do with my partner Claire every week. Um, if you enjoy Player Player Pod and the positive vibes and shenanigans, I think you'll enjoy Lukewarm Games as well. Thanks for having me. Thank you for spending some time to roast uh, PlayStation with us. <laughs> Anytime. <And> until, <laughs> until next time, guys, keep gaming.